Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now it's what it's all about scout It's what it's all about. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the latest episode of Two Scout Geeks. It's going to be a little bit different because John and I could not get together, but he conducted an amazing interview he did with John Clark. We're going to go ahead and play that for you guys, but stay tuned afterwards because what we're going to do is I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about some Scout news, and then we're going to jump right into my first impressions on Black Friday and The Locust. So stay tuned and check out this awesome interview that John conducted with John Clark. Let's jump right into that now. Keep putting out books, I cheer. It eats what feeds, it's another gear, there's no doubt. That's what I like about Scout. That's what I like about Scout. There are so many um, incidents that occur at these big box stores that they wanted to have a full-time police officer's presence because something happens all the time. And I knew about, you know, Black Friday is when things kind of get a little more crazy than they normally do. And I just had this idea about like, you know, what if there's all this negative energy that's just being built up like day after day, hour after hour happening in this in this place, you know, and then it just boils over. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it was it's such a uh, amazing thing, because like working on a Black Friday, you just know how chaotic it is. And uh-huh. uh like I worked at Toys R Us and we even had to have the cops called multiple times because of just like people getting trampled or like getting in fights. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing, like when I first heard this story was coming out and it was coming from black caravan, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so one of the things I think I wanted to bring up is the covers for black Friday, because one of the things I feel like um, draws Uh, readers in a lot is the cover especially and uh i do a lot of live sales where i push scout books and stuff and um you you have the most recognizable covers i think of any book because it's either people love them because they love horror books or are terrified Uh by them so Uh so who is your uh cover artist and what brought you to having them as the covers well the cover artist is me actually oh that's you oh okay yeah. So, well, thank you. I mean, you know, even if you didn't know, I take that as a really great compliment. Yeah. Then. Thank you no, very we, much. We, so I actually have somebody in uh, one of the groups I help sell books who legitimately, like every time the Black Friday books come up, uh, has to look away because he's terrified of the covers. Wow. Which okay. That's great. Speaks a lot because that's something I said, like it's, 
you want the cover to draw people in and like yeah. black friday covers are like so recognizable like you know that that's the book cool thank you thank so, you very much and what i love also is then when you get into the story um the the contrast of the artist you have so what brought you to the artist that works with you in the book so I actually put an ad on uh, the digital webbing site looking for somebody. And uh, Travis is his name, Travis Williamson, who is phenomenal. He's great. He replied and I was just like, yeah, this is the guy. Like, you know, one of the things I guess I look for when I'm kind of looking for artists, I like people that can do backgrounds and that can do a little bit of that comedic kind of timing thing. Yes, and I really yes. felt like he has that. I mean, he's, first of all, he's, super super talented but i feel like you know he could get that and i think he really he kind of he got what we were going for very very quickly yeah and i i will say i think that's something that i did love is even though it's a it's a horror title um going through it it still keeps that balance of like if you're working in like a, a retail store on black friday the sense of humor of some of it especially like making fun of corporate or the managers uh -huh. or stuff like that is it does do a very good job of balancing the fact that it's not just horror, but it's telling a specific story. So, cause yeah. there are parts that even though this is a horror book had, had, had me laughing. Good. Well, good. That's great to hear. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to have that. I mean, I feel like, you know, I think that's a thing in horror movies. Like I've noticed, you probably noticed this too. When you go watch a movie, sometimes they're so the, 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 you know, the weight of the horror is so intense and that like even the tiniest little like thing that's not really very funny, you get like everybody in the audience, it's just that tension is so tight that just like a little bit of humor goes a long, long way, way, you know, and yeah. it really helps. Yeah. So I wanted to push for that. I thought, I thought, you know, like you gotta go, there is kind of humor in life, even in horrible yeah. things, you know, there can be, you know. Well, and I think one of my best examples is one of my favorite movies is, um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And that very much so is one of those movies where it's a horror, but like it's a comedy and it's like it balances yeah. the two. And like sometimes you've got to do that because in order to really draw an audience in, you've got to show that it's not just one tone. Yeah. 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 I like that. And, and on a weird tangent, I feel like that's kind of like the Marvel movies really excel mm -hmm. for those reasons, because, you know, they have a, you know, it's, yes, it's a, you know, superhero action movie, but there's drama and then there's humor and then there's action, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you got to find uh you got to find that balance. Um, mm -hmm. So one of the things that I think would, because like I said, this is also a book I feel like is like I said, with the covers marketable, is I love that before this book even came out, the preview issue was released on Black Friday for Scout's Black Friday sale. So how did that <laughs> feel kind of being like that you were the book they used to like push their big sale on Black Friday also? Well, I, I didn't know that. I do know that like it came out around that time. And I think it was kind of funny because I feel like the book, you know, with the editors, you know, they, they were always, they've always been very encouraging and they've been always, like there for me and positive and they've always felt really good about the book and one of the things that you know they told me was that hey you know we keep telling everybody like at scout like hey there's this book about black friday black friday's coming like hey guys hey come on look look at this book and then i guess you know right around the end <laughs> somebody looked around and said oh wow we should use this book about black friday and i think that's <laughs> actually how it happened i mean that's the story i was told i hope 
nobody gets in trouble for that. But that's no, what I no, was that's told. great. Well, and it, it it's fantastic because also with a lot of the horror comics that because uh, Scouts get, uh, with Black Caravan is really much into the horror books, and mm-hmm. so many of them done amazing. I loved that when yours released, it was not far after that, even though for a horror comic, they were like, hey, second printing coming soon. Like, how did yeah, it feel knowing yeah. that your first issue, because the, the second issue isn't officially out, I think. Um, how, did it yeah, feel, yeah. how did it feel knowing that your just first issue of the book was so well received? It, it felt great. I, I don't know. I still don't even really believe it. So that's how good it feels like. No, it's, it was great. And, and it was funny because, you know, the email that I got was, hey, we need another cover, you know, and it's so funny because like, you know, I, I uh, you know, I've been working with these guys for a while now. And it's like every every I just feel like, you know, the joke is that I have with my wife because, you know, every so often it's like, hey, we need another cover. And I'm like, OK, here we go. I mean, it's a, it's a good it's a good problem. But it's right, funny because right. it's like I wake up every day like, hey, we need another cover. And I'm like, OK, another cover, another cover, <laughs> another cover. So, but it was funny. Like that was even, you know, when they wanted to do the ash can, they're like, <laughs> Hey, we need a cover. And I'm like, okay, we'll get you a cover. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was really awesome to see for one of the horror titles. Cause um, just seeing the reception that fans really have had already for it. And, and even the, the, the second printing is uh, officially out. Um, I was watching on a couple of the live sales. I do that. The second printing was already selling out. So like, oh, awesome. it, was, it was nice to see, like, it wasn't just like people jumped on it and were like, oh, I liked it. I'll get into the series. They were like, no, I want even the extra covers of this. Oh, and so that was awesome. really cool to see because some of the people I saw buy it had already gotten the first issue. So oh, now cool. they're just I, like, I didn't know that. <laughs> now they're being cover chasers and they're just like, I got to get it all. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, the good, <laughs> the good news and going back to that story about the covers is like, I, we do, there's another book coming out. I don't know too much that I can say, but there's another book coming out. And I was like, like, I'm going to do a whole lot of covers. Like I want to have like a backlog <laughs> you gotta because have I know they're going to say like, Hey, let's have a cover. So I'm going to be like, I got one. I got well, it without one. saying anything. Is this going to be another book that you will be doing with scout? Yes, it okay. is. And with black caravan. Yes. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm be- and, and I love very that black caravans kind of, uh growing even even bigger because i've seen schmalky's now got a big office because uh, yeah i feel like black caravan has really grown over in in dramatically over the uh the year that it did 2020 in a yeah, sense that yeah. he i remember the first day he posted a, an office door that said black caravan and we're now in this year and he posted a new door because they just had to move buildings because they've gotten that much bigger yeah, so it's yeah. nice to see because like for indie creators with uh, a book like yours, if if you don't have a, co- a company that's really growing and focusing on uh, the genres they want, especially with Black Caravan, you don't get this chance uh, and everything. So what what brought you actually to Scout for with Black Friday? I had a mutual friend who's you know big into the comics world, and he kind of knows a lot of people, and he said. Cause, cause he knew that I had this idea, you know, and I, and I'd written whatever the, you know, the first seven pages and we'd illustrated it and everything. And I was really happy. And I said, Hey, you know, who, who do you think would be interested in this? And he said, 
I know exactly, you know, who, and he, and he forwarded me, you know, their information. I sent it on to them and, and that's how it started. So that's with my friend, Tony, which shout out to him for doing that. Very nice. Yeah. Cause that's, um, that was one of the things I love to see is like, uh, especially with the growth that Black Caravan has had, um, and a lot of scout, I really love that they still, they're looking for the guys that they're not looking for the big name writers. They're looking for the writers that have a big title or are going to be big um, and focus on that. Cause like I said, a lot of them feel like fanboys where when they get a title, it's like they're running around looking, saying, look, 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 look at this, look at this. And uh, especially uh-huh. with black Friday, I felt like that because it has taken a while because of like um, release dates and also just uh, everything that happened last year for things to come out. Black Friday has been one of those titles that I felt like I've heard about for so long until it released where it was like, Uh it's like Black Friday, we've got Black Friday coming. And at first it was like, I have, what is Black Friday? No one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And I have to say, like, I mean, you know, I, I, I love the first, I like all the issues obviously, but I feel like the first one is good and it lays that groundwork, but I feel like the second one, I'm, I'm really excited to see what people think about the second so, one. Because I feel like with the second one, we, we hit it. I felt like we hit it. You know, I, uh, I did get to read the second one already because I get the, oh, okay. the review preview and uh, uh-huh. the second issue. Absolutely. I say the first one drew me in where I was like, I'm into the series. Let's keep going. The second yeah. one is absolutely that because it, it, it's it's got the horror factor and everything but the comedy factor actually drew me in more for the second one because uh-huh, there were uh-huh. certain elements that happened where i was like that's hilarious or uh-huh, uh, or uh-huh. certain moments where it just was like more and more of like i love how this story is written how the and, and the art too because there's without giving away anything there was one moment where there was a slap and I just loved uh-huh. how this it was written and drawn on the picture because it was just hilarious <laughs> to me so uh-huh. it, it's definitely the second issue I feel like is even better. Um, and this cool. is a three issue title or it a, is correct. Three. Because mm-hmm. I should remember that because there's the Alan Qua, uh, Alan Qua uh, variant yes. covers and they're connecting covers that are really awesome. They are really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything else we should be looking forward to from you soon that you can talk about? Well, that's the next one. That is okay. the next one. I'm I'm always working on something. I've been doing various things, but yes, that one is coming. And the first issue is pretty much done. Um, we're just kind of revising it right now, but yeah. And that one should be. I, I'm excited for that one. It's it's different. It's different from uh, Black Friday, but I still think there's a lot of horror, a lot of creepy. This one is creepy. The okay. one coming out. Okay. And then with the three issue series that Black Friday is, is this something that is the end story or is this something you hope to come back to? Um, It would be interesting to come back to. I don't know how I could come back to it, but uh, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it would be an interesting universe to live in. Let me just say that it would be an (laughs) interesting universe. Well, and, and I kind of, uh, one thing I've liked lately is with some of the creations that have come through, especially Scout, is there's been a lot of three-issue series. Um, uh-huh. it, uh, it Eats What Feeds It, um, Grit. And I feel like that the three-issue series that have come out have been more fuller stories. 
where it feels uh-huh. like the story's told really well and you're not trying to stretch out to more issues. You're not trying to build a bigger world, but it just tells the story it's supposed to and it just is great. And I feel uh-huh. like that's uh-huh. where Black Friday's going because the first issue was really good. The second issue I feel like was better than that. So uh-huh. it's one of those things where I feel like this is perfect as a three issue series because it's just going to tell that story and it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. I think, and like I said, so like, I really love the second issue. Cause I feel like we, you know, we came to like, it all came together. And then I feel like the third issue is the continuation of that. And, you know, there are some really cool things that happen in the third issue too. And I feel like it's a good end. It's a good end to it. You know, I feel it's the right end, I guess that's the right way to say it. So uh, I think one of the things I would want to ask is, so the creatures in the story, because we we haven't gotten like a, a name for them or specific. What was the idea behind the design for them? I, you know, I just, just the way that it was written. I just thought, you know, I just thought of the place that they're from. There's so many and they're all stuck together. And I just thought it would be this, really like kind of disturbing trade and barter system that they would all have to work out because, you know, like they're all just squashed up against each other in that place, you know, and, and, and like what, what has to happen? I mean, you know, people have, you know, things have bodily fluids and all kinds of, you know, crazy stuff. And it was like, man, like, you know, it's going to be a disturbing, you know, situation. So I think that's kind of where a lot of that, comes okay. from well and like i said i think that it, that's worked perfectly because i feel like the monsters even though we really haven't seen a ton of them in the first issue and we see more yeah. of them in the second i feel that's what drew people into the series is because like i said the covers are very very like pop you like there they are they're monstrous so i yeah. feel like that was done very well because i feel like that's also what kind of drew me in at first um even though I give everything scout a chance is I feel like that's what drove me into the series is because they just look horrifying and <laughs> there's not a sense to like, cause it's not like they look like a certain monster. They don't look like a certain zombie or anything. They just look horrifying. And I think uh-huh, that's what uh-huh. drew so many people in is cause it just looks like a monstrous creature. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Thank you. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've gone over uh, everything. Uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, well, that's the thing. I need to work on my website and everything. I need to <laughs> kind of do all that. I, yeah, I need to, yeah. That's one of the things I've learned recently is I need to kind of get that stuff together. I've been hesitant to do that. And I've tried things in the past that didn't work, but yeah, I need to get back into that. Okay. So where can they follow you on social media? <laughs> well, I, I really, I have a Facebook page for my thin comic and I have an Instagram uh, that's John Clark comics. Okay. And that would probably be the best one. All right. So we'll uh, everybody go check this out. I'd say go check out black Friday, but obviously since we've already hit a second print, everybody is doing that. So continue to do that. Issue two is coming out soon. Make sure you pick that up and remember scout is what it's all about. And it's that time again for Scout Comics News. This week, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about what we have here. We got a couple of 
title announcements. This one is coming from writer Omar Morales, who was on Crusader, Major Tom Tomas. Uh, we have uh, he's got a handful of his crew from the Crusader and, and a handful of other people on here. Amazing people here. But let's talk to you guys a little bit about Lunar Ladies. This is coming out in June. The advanced solicit says this in the logline, a highly advanced society of women lives under the surface of the moon. Their peaceful way of living is quietly fracturing from the inside. What? Right there, you guys already got me on board with this one. The colors look great. Uh, some of the pages that they have here showing us uh, looks so cool. They have this kind of a muted sepia tone. Almost, uh, you know, makes me feel like old school um, golden age type stuff. Maybe uh, it, the artwork is amazing. They outdid themselves on this one. If you guys, this one's not on your radar. It definitely needs to be. Check it out right now. You could probably check it out in uh, previews world. I don't know if the uh, FOC is already done on this. It very well could be if it's coming out in June and we're talking to you in May. So you might have to grab this one from the Scout web store or talk to your LCS and have them get it for you right now. They can probably try to get it if they don't already have it on order. So try your hardest to get this one if you guys want to check it out. Head over to scoutcomics.com and you guys can read about this all in their news tab. Really, really cool. And we've got another one here. And this title actually has a, such a good good title here. It's called No Ghosts in Hiroshima. I, I've, I've not heard about this one until just a little while ago. Uh, this one comes from writers Jim Kruger, uh, J. Luigi Barillo, uh, artist Alberto Rios, all kinds of great people on here. Amazing. This one here, let's, let's look for the logline for you guys. This is the logline, and this one comes out in June as well. A young medical student and his girlfriend face demons hell-bent on gaining technology to kill souls in a supernatural showdown blending quantum physics and magic what okay this this is another one <laughs> up my alley um I'm, you know what what can you guys do that is not going to intrigue me whatever take my money all good there and then we also have We Don't Kill Spiders coming out in July. And this one is from, uh, this is Joseph Smalky. And this is the Black Caravan imprint title here. And oh man, this one looks so good. This is written by, written, drawn, and colored by Joseph Smalky. So oh man, he's on this all, the, all over the place. I'm, I'm going to get off of this right now, off, off of this radio waves, airwaves for you guys right now, and I'm going to put this in my cart <laughs> because this looks awesome. The cover looks great. If you guys have seen Schmalky's stuff, you guys already know how amazing this is. The cover looks cool. Pinks, blues. Oh, so great. You guys are going to want this one as well. Any other news here? Um, I don't think I got anything else except that, uh, you know, Scout goes metal with new uh, number one recount. And it looks awesome. Uh, it's I think it's already out if if it hit noon on the East Coast a few a little while ago. So that means either there's they're already sold out <laughs> or you guys are available. But as this recording 
you guys probably will not be able to uh, check it out. You'll you'll see that they've uh, they've sold them all probably. I'm gonna. Well, I wonder if I could check it out if I can go and see what if they're live right now. How, ooh, I don't know if I can grab it because it's not showing up. Well, that very well could mean that the uh, let's see. Let's hit buy now. Let me get the. Let's see. Is it is it available as I'm recording? Ooh, no, it says out of stock. So they only had a small limited number. I just tried to buy it online right now as I talk to you guys and it's sold out. It only went on sale maybe an hour ago as I record this, not even, and it's sold out. I bet you it's sold out in the first five minutes. Crazy. You guys got to get these covers. If these metal covers are on your radar, you have to have to watch their Facebook feed or their social media because they will tell you when it's going to go on sale and you got to be quick. All right, that's all the news that I have this week. Let's jump right in to some first impressions. All right, guys, are you ready for my first overview? And I'm going to be talking about Black Friday number one because you guys heard John's interview with John Clark, the creator, the writer on Black Friday. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. So let's talk a little bit about his book here. This one uh, uh, was was actually really cool. And, and let me tell you guys the creative team here that we have on the book really quick. We've got this book written by John Clark, illustrated by Travis Williamson. Uh, this is for mature readers, and it, it this is the log line that they have on scoutcomics.com. And <laughs> it starts off with an expletive. And I'm not going to say the expletive, but I'll say blank gets downright nasty in here on Black Friday. Black Friday is the biggest shopping day of the year. Millions of Americans pack the aisles of retail outlets all over the country battling for the best bargains. While an unlucky cleanup crew deals with the aftermath of the latest Black Friday frenzy, they discover that years of pent-up negative energy has released something very evil and dark into the superstore which is just the way corporate wanted it. Whoa, is that a big reveal? But this, this story definitely follows a, a couple of people. Um, there's a couple who, who are dating, and obviously they work in a super stale, super store during the Black Friday sale. Now, I, I want to tell you guys a little bit about this. I've, I've worked in a you know a store it's kind of like a superstore it's not a big box store like where where they work but it's a department store and I worked during Black Friday and that was my first Black Friday and it was absolutely crazy and in the first few pages when they explain to you guys what they're going through it is exactly the way they explain it people go crazy for the sales they go nuts like the store that I was in nobody really kind of like trampled each other or anything like that uh it was just a little bit more <laughs> it, uh structured there but I've I understand <laughs> the the crazy things that happen like in malls and stuff like that so but 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 the cleanup the cleanup process is wild I worked in the men's department and there was clothes everywhere and you feel like those dressing rooms 
can never stay clean. You turn around and you have grabbed a literally a a big heavy pile that is on the floor and it is literally up to your hips <laughs> and turn it back around to go right back into that same stall to clean up to finish cleaning up. And there's another big pile of clothes, the same exact size, if not bigger. <laughs> so you can understand when you when they when John Clark here puts you into the story, you can understand and kind of relate, especially those people who have worked a Black Friday sale. You know a little bit about this, but obviously this store kind of this this book here is a horror tale right and it very much is and it gets really really good and towards the end it makes you really want to know more so issue one is out now we're waiting on issue two it's so good uh this one is definitely going it, it's it's like every number one they're setting up the story setting up the characters explaining to you their backstories and all that stuff but they don't do it in such a way where it's super long and drowned out it, it they do it in a way where you are intrigued and you want to know. I You fall in love with these characters. You are invested in these characters, especially the two main characters, the couple. And I am, I'm invested in their story. I am invest, invested in who they are. I am rooting for them. They've also made me hate a, a, a person and, and dislike them because the characters kind of have that same feeling in the story. And they have a supporting character, which is a friend who's there to kind of, you know, help out and, and with the story and stuff. I even like him, and he only showed up in, a, in the last few pages there, but I'm invested in the story. I'm invested in, in knowing where they're going to take this, who... Are we going to be introduced to what kind of characters, what kind of creatures? Because obviously in, in the, on the cover, it gives away that there's obviously a creature or something that is in this story. We have not found out exactly what it is, but there are some very creepy images. So be very careful. It is kind of a mature read. There are very disturbing images towards the end there. There are some blood images, uh, images of blood. So just be very careful if you are looking at this and you are wanting to read this um, around family members or children. It's probably <laughs> not something that you'd want them to look through. But if this is something that you're going to enjoy for yourself, definitely pick it up and grab it uh, now before it gets too late and, and the story gets too long. Um, amazing, amazing story. I'm, I'm ready to see more. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to our next book and we're going to talk about locust and this one i'm so excited for i've been anticipating this one and this one's kind of been on my radar so let's let's jump right into that here for a second and, and let's talk about it all right are you guys ready for the locust this one is written by massimo rossi and illustrated by alex nieto this one oh, okay this story right here is one of my favorite types of stories, a post-apocalypse type story. That's me. That's me all day. I love those. So this one is, I'm going to read the log line that they have right here on the Scout website. It says, most of humanity has fallen victim to a terrible plague that has turned them into giant locusts. What? So crazy. As the locusts consume the earth, 
the uninfected survivors struggle to stay alive. During the Great Transformation, a fisherman and his elderly mother try to escape a decimated New York City. Can they survive? Find out in The Locust. Uh, this one is so cool. Like they said, there's there's something going on here. Uh, there is a virus type event going on where people possibly die and transform into locusts. That's that's not we don't really know quite too much yet because this is just the first issue. They gave away a little bit more right here in the log line. So what we read here is is we do see the creatures and they do look like a locust or like a cockroach type style humanoid uh, type being you know so uh it's it's really interesting you you there's there's not a lot of dialogue when you first get into the book but there is a lot going on recently i was watching a show where um it had something very similar and people are ranting and raving about this show being like a, an acclaimed uh show and it and that's one how one of the episodes began it be, there was not a lot of dialogue but there is a lot of information happening in front of your eyes so you have to pay attention to it and and to understand the fullness of it so don't just kind of pass it by uh read through it as if you are reading uh words and dialogue but but uh, uh obviously you're not because it's not there but there's a lot of information that you need as you go through it once there is dialogue happening there's even more happening they do a very good job of setting up this story with some flashbacks and things of that nature now some people they don't like that kind of style of storytelling but i think it really works here because of the style of this book and we are set in a moment when this has already happened and there's a story going on with that uh, as well as a kind of storyline with some flashbacks letting us know how this event actually happened and what got us to this point. Um, there's a, a zealot type of uh, cult thing going on with some religious people. Uh, there's uh, people who are not part of that. They, they they do some weird stuff. Sounds like they've been taking children. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I'd stop them too. But yeah. So, but anyway, this is a really good story. Hope you guys, I didn't spoil too too much. Um, so. This one has been on my radar. Uh, I love Massimo Rossi stuff. Uh, the artwork is really great. Uh, the flashbacks are 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 where I want. I, I, I invested me into the story because I was like being pulled in. I want to know how this happened. I need answers on how these people are transforming into the locusts and why and what's going on. It very much gives me this kind of zombie, you know, uh, Walking Dead kind of feel. Uh, but it's so good. It's different, but it's it's really good. And I'm in. I'm in it. I can definitely see something like this turning into like an AMC show or an HBO, uh, you know, series. So, man, uh, extremely excited about this one. Uh, I want to. I want to be throwing this one in my pull list again. So, hopefully, you guys are into this one as well. So check it out. This one is called The Locust by Massimo Rossi and Alex Nieto um, in stores now and uh, coming out with uh, more issues very soon. So check it out. That is 
that is the show. And I am excited for you guys to hear this one because it's a little bit different. We Obviously, you guys are at the end of the show now and you guys have heard how different it is. But it, I'm not going to say that this is going to be how it is all the time. Me and John will be back on at the same time with you guys very soon. As soon as we all can kind of come together and link up. Unfortunately, we have not pushed out any of the old episodes that we had pre-recorded, and I just couldn't do that because uh, during the pandemic, as you all know, hopefully, if you do not know, I will let you know here, that John had contracted COVID-19, and I did not feel that it was right for me to continue the show without him and his support. Um, he's been the one of the only reasons why I wanted to start this show is because he was so passionate as well. So I did not feel like uh, the show could go on without him. And I don't believe the show will be able to go on without him. And we are glad that he is now well and he's doing a whole lot better. I'm not quite sure if he's 100%, but he is definitely a heck of a lot better. A whole heck of a lot better than he did during uh, the, the worst of it all. So we are glad you are doing well and we are glad you are back. John, what an amazing, amazing interview you did with John Clark. And I thank you and I commend you, sir, for the things that you do for this show and I, everybody i enjoy you guys uh hanging out listening to us we are grateful for this and cons are slowly coming back so uh everybody on the east coast and uh you know our scout people were at Pensacon. so if you guys were there and you have pictures with anybody from scout send them to us on our social media you could do that at two scout geeks Pretty much anywhere you can find us. Just type it in. You'll find us there. You can always find us at 2scoutgeeks.com as well as Age of Radio exclusively right here on The Geek Collective. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, Scout is what it's all about. Scout's what it's all about. Scout's what it's all about.